must say that with these stress reduction strategies, I now know what it feels like to actually be calm. Because I wonder there's a lot of women when you've got this level of stress that's just ingrained in who you are over such a long period of time, your brain actually forgets how to relax, like how to really be calm. And uh, that's where the meditation has taught me. I remember doing this one particular meditation. I just felt my brain go, it was like, oh my God, is that what it feels like for your brain to be relaxed? I don't think I've ever felt it because I'm such a busy-minded person. Welcome to the Win at Life podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can break free from restrictive diets and build a body and life you love. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and your host for this episode. Today, I'm sitting down with Lisa Vaughan, one of our amazing Win at Life clients. Lisa is a nearly 50-year-old mum who suffered with severe constipation, IBS, as well as SIBO and an autoimmune disease. Like most women, she's done many years of restrictive diets and had a lot of stress in her life. Eventually, when she decided to start focusing on improving her health, she started realising how much stress was the culprit affecting her healing journey. She was doing everything right from the diet and exercise standpoint, but it wasn't until she started practising stress reduction strategies and meditating and truly tuning into her body and listening to how food makes her feel that things truly began to improve. Lisa shares what she eats, what supplements she takes, the mindset shift she needed to have, and her advice for any woman who suffers from digestive issues, SIBO, or an autoimmune disease. I know you'll love this podcast just as much as I did. As always, take a screenshot and share your biggest takeaways on Insta stories and tag me at K-I-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-E-L-D. Let's spread the word and free other women from restrictive diets. Hi, everyone, and um, welcome to the show. And I'm so excited about today because... We have the amazing Lisa Vaughan, and I just love Lisa. She's just an amazing woman. She's just got this incredible energy um, about her, and she's really smart, but she's really kind. And she's been in the WOW program for nearly two years, and she gives a lot to our community and has helped um, a lot of women. And she has the most incredible story. So she's a mum. She's nearly 50. (laughs) She has her own um, business, so she you knows she's got a lot happening in her life. And when she joined the program, like many women, she had done a lot of silly diets and eaten clean and done the no sugar and the no dairy for years. You think now you're nearly 50. So for how many years? 30 years? Oh, I think I went on a dairy-free diet when I was 13. Jeez. I would go through phases because I had severe acne at that time in my teenage years and they just took me off dairy. Um, so lots of, lots of dietary <laughs> restriction like, like for a long time. Yeah, like a lot of women. She came in with really bad digestive issues. So she had SIBO, like bad, bad SIBO. You'd go like days and days without pooing constantly. Oh, days and days, days and days. Uh, I think my record was 10 days. That's amazing. Uh, that, that, and numerous bouts to hospital because I thought I had a bowel obstruction. Um, and essentially I did have, I was just, they basically would say, you're absolutely fully loaded. I'd go, yeah, but I've been to the toilet, you know, two days ago. Wow, fully, fully loaded. So... 
uh, yeah, I've had lots of, um, it, well, it becomes part of your life, but it also rules your life. Uh, but not so much anymore. No. We will go through that. <laughs> later. So maybe just initially, um, just talk about, you know, like the, the issues that you had and how they affected your life and the sort of different dietary things that you tried to try and fix these things. So I had uh, basically had constipation since I was born. My mum said my first baby poos were like bunny poos, rabbit poos. So from day one, my digestion was always an issue. I had my appendix out when I was about eight or nine for no reason, just because I always had belly aches. And they thought, oh, it must be appendicitis. And I walked around with my appendix in a little jar for a few years at school to show everyone my appendix. And I didn't need it removed. It was just uh, because I had irritable bowel syndrome. I went to specialists. No one could find out what was wrong. And so probably um, about six years ago, because I'm a health professional, I did so much research and I diagnosed myself with SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, which I did breath tests to actually diagnose that. And I was intolerant to everything at that stage. The levels that I had when you do the breath test, they test certain levels of methane or hydrogen. And mine, a guy that I um, had a consultation with who was an expert in the field at the time, he was in the States. He said, I've never seen levels that high ever in clinical practice. They were just off the scale. He said, you must have had this SIBO probably your whole life. So then I did everything to clear SIBO. I even, um, I said, I did the usual SIBO diets with just no sugar, no fermentable carbohydrates, very little carbohydrates. In fact, low carb keto, I've done a seven day water only fast. Oh. When I now know what fasting does to the thyroid, I go, oh my goodness, what was I thinking? But I was desperate. I did a 21 day liquid only diet, which is called the elemental diet for SIBO. And all these things worked in the end, but it would come back. Uh, or I'd have to be so restricted with my diet that um, uh, I got to the point where I actually didn't know what to eat. And I was getting afraid of food. Um, before I found the Win It Life program, I don't even know how I came, how I found you, you know. Remember it's the just, you sent me initially, remember? That first I thing. can't remember. I can't remember what I said. What did I say? Probably. Sceptical. Of course, oh, yeah. like everyone is. Because, you know, like you were eating, you know, were you eating heaps of the green vegetables and fiber foods? and? Yeah. I mean, I did paleo um, as well and nearly killed me <laughs> because of the nuts and the seeds. Uh, and prior to coming into Walla, I'd just done a detox, plant-based <laughs> detox, and that's what ended, I ended up in hospital with that because of all the plant matter, just the fibrous greens. Um, now I know they're not the best thing. So, you know, I've, I found that I, I kind of knew that fermentable foods and lots and lots of high-fibre foods weren't good for me. But I just didn't know what to do. So I remember also having a talk to Craig on my first call, like, uh, and he just introduced me to some of the science around what, you know, the Win It Life program is about. And I kind of went, well, that just makes sense, doesn't it? And then I just delved into Ray Pete's work like a maniac woman um, and think, hang on a minute, this makes sense. So anyway. That was the beginning of my journey. 
Uh, and I also noticed that my temperature, when I started tracking and measuring, one of the beautiful things about the Women at Life program is that you learn how to track subjective and objective measures. So I think when I came into the program, my basal temperature, my body temperature was 35.2 at the lowest. Mm-hmm. So um, I clearly had an underfunctioning thyroid, mm-hmm. probably because of all the things, you know, my gut, gut health, gut function. Um, and later on, as we talk, we'll actually find out that I found out more than that later on. Um, we won't give it all away right. No. Right, Kitty. We've got to build. Let's it's build so the story. It's been two, nearly two years and, you know, like, and, and probably because you're, you're like me too, like you come into things and you're like, I'm going all in. Like that's what I love about you, you know, and I think that was obviously to your advantage but also a little bit, you know, because you, 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 I think like many women, well, depending on, on where you start from, because not everyone's the same. Like some women come in with, they don't really have any thyroid problems, they're just overweight and they need to be consistent with their nutrition. But I think that's the thing, it's, it's understanding where you're at and yeah. what you've done in the past and then for you like you really needed to do a lot of healing work but because you're you and you know you're so awesome you did everything you tracked everything you tracked every pulse but you were so um you know like wanted to just get there impatient would be the word yeah which is understandable. <laughs> so you know like i think let's talk about when you came in initially because obviously you just did everything because you're awesome some of the improvements that you saw obviously oh. It sort of you went good, and then you know we didn't address the stress and t- talk about that initial. So the first twelve weeks, I'm great gunned. You know, like I was noticing um, differences in my um, digestion. That that actually improved quite quickly because I took out a lot of the green broccoli and um, the vegetables and the. I mean, I still eat vegetables now. I, I actually really love Brussels sprouts, but I cook the bejeebas out of them so that they're just mush. But I really love, you know, some of the vegetables. But um, so I did everything that you told me to do. I did the carrot salad. Uh, but then I started to go a bit orange. So I had to back off on that because obviously my liver wasn't kind of processing, converting the beta carotenes very well. And, you know, when your liver, when you constipate is what I was, no wonder my liver was a bit struggling. It was under a lot of stress. So, but I, you know, in the first three months, I started in August by November, I did my 100 kilo deadlift. Um, I was getting stronger. I was improving my squat. I was thinking, this is amazing. And my digestion did improve. Uh, But what would happen is that I would kind of get to a certain point and go, this is it. I am fixed. I am healed. And then boom, something would happen. And in hindsight, I realised that there would be a stressor in my life of some kind and uh, everything would go to hell in a handbasket again with no change in my diet as such. Uh, then I would have to do more of the same things in the sense of I would have to take more cascara. So mm-hmm. cascara was a really great intervention for me, anyone with constipation. So I, I think at my at times I was on a quarter of a teaspoon three times a day. Mm-hmm. But the first three months was really, really great. And then little things just sort of started to happen where I wasn't really listening to my body. So, you know, if I went on to controlled demolition, mm-hmm. and this is a lifetime of, you know, healing that needed to happen. And in three months I went into controlled demolition and I just crashed. It was just way too much volume for me. 
and uh, things started to go a little bit wrong. Like I got a bit of a hernia, an injury, because I just kept pushing, 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 you know, bullet a gate, I want to look like Kitty Blomfield. She can do it, I can do it, you know. And I, in hindsight, probably didn't, well, no, I didn't. I didn't actually listen to what my body was trying to tell me. I didn't listen to you, Kitty, because you were like, Lisa, this is, you know, you've got, at that stage, 48 years of, of health issues, just, you know, constipation, gut issues. My body temperature was still low. It would come up, but then it would drop. And um, I didn't really listen to you or I didn't acknowledge the, um, the effect that stress had on me. Uh, and I'll ask you a quick question around that because I think this is a good thing for you to talk about is that real desire to look better. You know, like you, you remember too when you, because you, you were, I think there's a few types of women that come into our program, you know, you, you either restrict a lot and you're quite small and you manage to stay lean and small um, and you were quite small or you've restricted and binge a lot and you've got a lot of fat to lose. So you actually gain some weight and gain some body fat. Talk yeah. about that and how, you know, remember you were like, no kitty, I want to cut my calories. You yeah. know, Talk about so, through there and your mindset and then how you actually shifted away from going, okay, I really yeah. need to just focus on healing my body first before I can look how I want to look. I guess because it's where you've come from. So I've come from um, at my lightest, I was 48 kilos preparing for a bodybuilding competition. So I've been on stage and, but I was that, I was so little <laughs> And I look at the the muscles and I think, well, actually, it wasn't a lot of muscle mass there. I was just so lean. And then um, so uh, I used to do triathlons in my 20s, you know, like flog myself. More is better, more is better. And um, then I started doing some resistance training when I wanted to do this bodybuilding competition. I did a few competitions and got a few trophies, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, But after that, I ended up with a six-month bout of depression never been depressed in my life and thought no I don't think this is the right way to do things so when I came into the program I was 57 kilos which for me I thought was fat like I didn't feel very comfortable with myself uh the highest I got to was 62 kilos so I mean I didn't put on 15 kilos in the program but for me someone who the whole adult life sat at sort of 52 54 was suddenly 62 kilos I'm like what is going on um but how tall are you? I'm only five foot two. Yeah, five foot two. So I'm only I'm only short. I'm only mm-hmm. short. Um, but I was getting stronger, and my measurements didn't change that much. But I just felt, I mean, I did put on a bit of weight. There's no doubt about it. You know, there's there's no doubt. However, it shifted for me when I kind of went. You know what? This is this is more about health for me. This is. You know, I really want to start feeling good. I want to poo every day. I want to sleep through the night. I want to, um, my menstrual cycle has gone through phases. Obviously, I'm nearly 50, so I'm in that perimenopause. But, you know, the last three months has been spot on 28-day cycle. And then when I get stressed, surprise, surprise, you know, I go through a phase where I haven't had a period for two months. Mm. Um, But. I didn't think periods were a problem for me, but, uh, you know, I'm obviously highly estrogen dominant. So I do hold my weight around my legs. Uh, and, but I guess probably a year in mm. after I went, you know what, I, I just think I need to work on 
health. But I did go through a phase where I said, Kitty, I'm getting too fat. Like women who are 85, 90 kilos are going to go, what, you're 60, I'm now 60 kilos. Actually, today when I stood on the scales, I was 59.5. I thought, I just wonder how much I weigh. Uh, So, you know, it's not a, and my measurements are exactly the same. So, you know, as what they were six months ago. So I'm holding the space. Uh, but it was more about um, I did a little mini fat loss phase. That like, you, Lisa, you know, let's not do this. This is not, but you have to go through it yourself. You have to. Well, you have I, to. I just hassled you. I just like, you know, please. And Kitty's, Kitty's like, oh, you know, I don't think you're ready for it, but I, you know, was like very persistent. So I did it for about six weeks and I didn't lose any weight. Um, I felt tired. I had no sleep, my digestion got worse and you kind of went, see? And I went, you're right, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. Obviously, physiologically, I've got more healing to do. So I just let go of that. I just kind of went, no, I just really want to focus on getting better. And the interesting thing is, though, what does being better mean? Because there's this whole other element, I think, that we need to talk about too. It's like because you yes. did everything right with the, tra- with the nutrition and then you finally were like, okay, I'm going to back the training off because that's what I need right now. But let's talk about the other big elephant that was there that you weren't addressing, that, that was affecting your healing. And that's stress. Absolutely. And, you know, when I first, people would say, or you especially, you would say, you've got to get your stress under control. I'd be so triggered. I'd be like, you know, just so triggered. I just cut in here and say, like, Lisa is incredible. Like, she's got runs of her own business, and then there's all of these fucking things happen to her in her life, like with her family, that I think I wouldn't wish that on my, like, you know, like, and you're like, oh yeah, but it's all subjective. But you know, like, your your mum was so sick, your sister nearly died. You know, you know, health issues with other people in your family, and it's like, you know, plus you're working full time, and oh, you just hang on, you you just you've just gone all weird. Sorry, I think that must be the oh, must, lost be, must be the old internet. It seems to be back now. You good? Can you hear me? Sort of just cutting out, which is a bit yes, weird. yeah, 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 yeah. I can hear you now. You kind of went weird for a bit. Yeah, and I was like, you know, like, and remember that time you got on live with Carol and I? Do you remember? Oh, I think she's frozen again. Hey, on, you've just cut out. I've just, it's frozen again. It's weird. We've been, we've, had, you, we've had such a good connection for so long. We've been, we've been on a run. No, no, I think we're right now. I think um, we're right. Remember, you know, like you, because you're such a high functioner, like you just like, you just get it done. You don't whinge, you don't, you know, but obviously all of those things that happened to you were having a massive effect on your body. And remember you got on the call with Carol and I that one time in, in, the, yes. in the WOW group um and talked about all the things and I was like whoa you know so what I think was was I didn't um Carol has been a great help and also now a beautiful friend of mine and she just said to me one day Lisa you know just notice in your body what happens when you get stressed so when I I started tapping into it and I'd noticed that what would happen is that my gut would just get tight would tighten I could feel it just tightening no pain just tighten 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 and then, boom, my digestion would just shut down. And it would stay like that for three, four, five days. And I'd be back to having enemas and cascara three times a day. And I went, you know what? I, this, I've got to get to the bottom of my stress. 
Mm. Um, and like I said to you earlier, it's subjective because in my clinic, there's, um, you know, I see people in pain. I see people uh, that have got way worse things going on in their lives. You know, in the clinic that I'm in part of, there are people coming in with cancer that are dying. And I'm like complaining about I haven't gone to poo in four days or, I mean, big things like my sister did. She had a motorbike accident and broke everything and I thought I was going to lose my sister. But I can still remember that. I was, when I got the call, I was out at a shopping centre and I heard, got the call from my brother-in-law saying she's had an accident, she's on the side of the road, we don't know if she's dead alive. I, you know, they see in the movies, you see in the movies, well, I'm staying there and with my best friend and she's looking at me going, what's going on? And I'm literally shaking. My whole body is just shaking. And she had to, she thought she was going to have to fire and lift me out of the shopping centre because I just froze. I couldn't move. I couldn't speak. So um, uh, are we still there? Did you hear all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, then I kind of went, oh, my goodness, stress really affects me. And so I started meditating and I um, backed off training because I wasn't coping. I wasn't. Um, in fact, I was getting to the point where I didn't actually even really want to go train because it was too stressful. I would couldn't get through the lifts. Um, so I decided to stop training um, and go walking and do some yoga and sort of, you know, the rehab stuff with bands. And, uh, and some of that's hard when you haven't done it before. But it's obviously kept me at bay because I'm, my, my dimensions are the same. But uh, Epsom salts baths twice a, twice a week. Um, but really the stress reduction strategies have been the most important thing really in getting me to where I am now because the next phase of that is um, in March I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's. Mm. I remember you messaged me. Are we still there, Kitty? Because I can't see you. Yeah, you're it's just frozen. You're still there. It's just sort of cutting in and out. I don't know what's going on with the internet. We were so had so good so far. Um, yeah, I remember when you messaged me. I'll just see if my son's on on the. I'll just see if my son's on the internet. Just give me two seconds. Edward, are you on the internet? Can you get off for a minute, please? I'm on a call and it's getting um, blocky. I think we've got too many people on the uh, internet. In the internet. Yeah, I remember when you messaged me and you were so, um, I remember the conversation back and forth that we had. And you were just so obviously disheartened, obviously. Yeah. And we had that conversation and I was like, Lisa, Lisa, like you're just underestimating the effect this stress has on your body. Like you're not a superwoman. You can't keep, you know, I think you just, yeah, I don't know. It was like, you're like a machine. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, part of that was um, part of my personality. And also I took pride in that, you know, mm-hmm. that, that you're a machine, you just get on with it. So um, I started meditation and when, when I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's, that was a really big, like I was really angry. I was like, how did this happen? Um, and then, you know, you read anything about Hashimoto's and it's a disease of chronic stress. It's an autoimmune disease where it attacks your thyroid, your immune system's gone berserk. So I completely changed my thinking. I went, okay, 
my body's attacking my thyroid. I don't really have a thyroid problem. It's presenting as a thyroid problem. Mm. I have all the symptoms of Hashimoto's. I've probably had for a very long time. Um, and I went, okay, I've got to decrease my stress. Mm. So I've been working on that and I got my blood work back after three months. Um, and my doctor basically said, what have you done? There's, your blood work is completely normal. In fact, heading into the optimal range of what Tomo would want it to be, you know, the thyroid functional medicine experts. So, and I just knew that if I could relax and still eat the same foods, uh, although I must say I took out grains, I took grains out of my diet um, mm. and replaced them with root vegetables and fruits and really worked at stabilising blood sugar levels, made a massive difference to my energy levels. Um, and, I mean, I've always eaten the same protein. I've done the liver and now I've got the liver capsules, which is making things a lot easier. Mm. I've always eaten the oysters. I do the carrot salad every second day because I just find it's, um, that's just what works best for me. Mm. But I guess what I want people to understand is that the effect that stress has on us is so underestimated in healing. So you, you can't heal in a state of sympathetic dominance when your body's in fight flight. And often when you've been in fight flight, you don't realise you're in fight flight response. So I was lean for all those years and the superwoman machine because I was running on adrenaline. Mm. I was just running on adrenaline for so long. Um, and I look back and I go, of course something was going to go wrong <laughs> at some point. So, and I'm just actually blessed that it was Hashimoto's and not cancer, to be honest. Because I remember when you messaged me and you're like, I've got this lump in my throat and I haven't told anyone. I'm yeah. only telling you, Kitty. And I was like, are you going to get that checked out? <laughs> you know, and then you went and you, you know, then you messaged me about the Hashimoto's and you know what I love about you, Lisa, is like, and this is, this will be a really good thing for you to comment on to help other women is there's been numerous times along your journey, like I think everyone, where you question what you're doing and you think about, okay, I'm going to revert back to what's the most comfortable that I know the most of. But every single time that's happened, like we've had conversations and you've, not done that like you've just gone yeah I'm going to keep going um and you know you actually listen like like you don't you know you don't just put like the, the when you emailed saying you were going to quit and yeah. you even messaged me and I just messaged you going I said what's this email I'm like <laughs> you know what's going on and she's like oh I just you know well, I can't remember what you bloody said, but then I was like, well, I'd expect... I, do, I think I said, I don't, I don't think I've got anything um, more to learn from the program. Um, and I'm, that's when I was going off all social media and I've got yeah. nothing to offer the program because yeah. I'm all about giving back as well. So, um, and, and then I, I we, we discussed it. We discussed it. Said, yeah, but it's like unlike you just to send an email like that. Like if it was Lisa that I know, you'd message me going... Oh, Kitty, I'm thinking I'm just going to finish up because I'm good now and rah, rah, rah. So I knew, I knew that, you know, and then you're, then it sort of comes out and, you know, you're like, oh, I've got this Hashimoto's and what's it all for? And obviously you just feel like you have the kick in the guts. And, you know, I'm like, look, like how much are you eating? Because I think at that time too you were really stressed and you were yeah. 
purposely under eating because you just, I think a lot of women when they're stressed don't eat enough. And I was like, track your food for me. Tell me. And you're, you're eating 1500 calories. So yeah. like, okay, number one, let's get you eating more food. Like yeah. one thing. And then you did that. And then you started to address the stress. And you know, like you said, you, you don't track your food anymore. You just know eating because you know. Well, I, yeah. And I, I still, but I do measure my temperature and pulse. Mm. And that has been a massive, um, well, that's been my barometer. So I know if my temperature starts to drop, I can look back and go, well, what was the last few days like? What, what have I done differently? And I go, oh, that's right. I didn't have my mid-morning meal. And then I, you know, it's usually that I've under-eaten. Totally. Is when it, and it happens re- for me really quickly. So it's clear that I'm not healed yet. I don't have the resilience to, to kind of um, miss that slow steady of you know keeping my blood glucose stores so i'm not like i think that everyone like even i'm pretty resilient but if i don't like i've got a really like before i jumped on the call here i ran down and got my coffee with my big piece of fudge you know before that i'd had my breakfast if i don't eat every three to four hours like and it's this compounding effect you do it one day then you don't sleep very well yeah, I think like it's especially as we age, like we're older and our our lives are stressful and we've got so much on, you know, like you really do have to make a conscious effort to go, okay, I'm going to prep some food and plan it and eat eat regularly to balance your blood sugar. It just makes and it's, so different. it's all there. It's like I have it prepped. It's just sometimes on weekends, you know, you know, I forget because I'm busy doing something else. And then so, you know, that that's the one thing that because I stopped tracking because I was getting stressed about it. It was another stressor that I had to do. So, but I knew that I needed to keep track of something because you, otherwise things can get out of control. So that's why I continue to do my temperature and my pulse. Mm. And, um, and also I've, I find also that in my cycle, sometimes I go, oh, I actually need a bit more food mm. at different parts of my cycle. So, um, so that's sort of my barometer is the temperature and pulse and you know my temperature i think my temperature one day a couple of weeks ago was 37.1 i was like have i got a fever i must be sick oh no my metabolism's it, it working makes, oh. it makes sense so doesn't it like because you like stoking the fire you know like if yes. you have a fire and you let it you don't put any wood on it and it burns down whereas if you're constantly continuously putting the wood on it at, at regular intervals it burns bright and i think it's the same thing with your metabolism you know, and then you, you, you're probably like most women like me, like I'll be working and sometimes I'll get into these bad habits like that and I'll miss meals and I think, okay, next week, plan out the food. You know, and I don't track strictly either. I just plan it out and go like, I've got to eat the fudge here and I've got to eat my lunch here and I've got to eat my afternoon snack. And then yeah. you listen to your body and you know there's some times when I think, oh, I need more, so I just eat more. But I'm and then I, I guess the other thing I'd, sorry to interrupt, is, is that, tuning in to how you feel is really important so i had been eating rice for lunch for you know like 18 months and when i got diagnosed with hashimoto's i just thought okay well grains are often very inflammatory with people who have got autoimmune problems Mm -hmm. so even though i've been strictly gluten-free for a long time because i've got a bit of a celiac um i've got celiac disease too (laughs) there you go uh so let's just add that to the list but so I've been strictly gluten-free, but I hadn't been grain-free. So I thought, okay, I'm going to take all that out. And I just stuck to root vegetables paired with fruit at every meal. Mm. You know, my breakfast, the kids look at it and go, 
what's that? Oh, it's seafood marinara with sweet potato and pumpkin and a oh. little serve of pitted cherries. It's just the best thing ever. And they go, is that breakfast? I go, why does breakfast have to be sourdough and, you know, whatever, eggs? So, um, and anyway, I had some rice on Thursday thinking because i got my bloods back and my thyroid function is perfectly normal and we didn't get the antibodies tested so that's one thing i don't know whether Hashimoto's is completely gone but um, i'm feeling so good i just go well i'm just going to treat it as if it is mm. but um i had some rice and then the next day my joints all flared up my thumb was blown up my finger looked like it was something had bitten it it was just mm. like i went okay Right now, at this point in time, and maybe forever, but right now, mm. grains are just too inflammatory for me. So uh, then, and, and you can always substitute it for something else. People go, oh, what am I going to do without my bread? Well, you just got to completely have a rethink about is it really helping you? Yeah, think uh, more about how, because when you do, you know, like I don't have any issues like you, Craig's more like you, like, and he's the no-go with the rice too. Like he doesn't eat the white rice. Not that I eat rice, but, you know, when you're really consistent with those basics like root vegetables, lots of fruits, saturated fats, liver, oysters, carrot salad, mushrooms, you know, I took the bread out. I've had, had no sourdough for a while and I just, you can feel it. You can mm. feel like you, we talked about, you feel less puffy. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just not to say that, for, you know, like if your issues aren't as severe as, say, Lisa's, like me, like I'll have, say if we went out for breakfast, I might have a slice of sourdough, but it's infrequent. Mm. You can tolerate that better. But day to day, I think you've just got to go, like, once you feel like this, so awesome, you don't want to go back, hey. Like, you don't no. want to feel shit again. No. So, you know, I, I just, um, I had the rice because I just thought, oh, let's just give it a try. Mm. And I go, well, that was good to know. I'm not going to do that anymore. So I did take out dairy because I kind of, when I got diagnosed with Hashimoto's, I thought, I'm just taking, I'm just stripping everything back again back to absolute basics and i found that i've now i'm tolerating goat's milk okay so it's it doesn't seem to be the lactose that's a problem for me it's the protein so um i'm just playing around with that and it seems to be good so far uh but like again i used to i would do that in the past and then i'd get stressed and then boom it'd go to hell in a handbasket but i must say that with these stress reduction strategies, I now know what it feels like to actually be calm because I wonder there's a lot of women when you've got this level of stress that's just ingrained in who you are over such a long period of time, your brain actually forgets how to relax, like how to really be calm. And uh, that's where the meditation has taught me. I remember doing this one particular meditation. I just felt my brain go, oh, it was like, oh, my God, is that what it feels like for your brain to be relaxed? I, I don't think I'd ever felt it because I'm such a busy-minded person. And it was like, oh. So now I've got this point of reference of that's what it feels like and I can reproduce it now with breath work. It's almost like I just do a few, two minutes of this particular breathing sequence mm. and I go, oh. And I just feel my head just go, relax. And I feel my gut just relax. So um, that, that kind of level of 
ongoing stress and a lot of women I'm, I've like we were talking before yes I've had some stressful stuff but like it's just my perception and, and my body is clearly really really sensitive to stress because I don't think there's anything really really you know people have got family members that are dying and sure my mum's a little bit sick but she's older you know we've all got elderly parents and things like that but I'm extraordinarily reactive to stress that's me you're different you know you can put up with some of the stuff that people say to you on the Facebook page I would be in tears curled up in the fetal position and you just like water off a duck's back well so look, I, got- I, do get, I, do, I do get triggered I do yeah. like I do get, you know I'd be lying if I said I sit there but I was just like oh, whatever you know like keep moving you know um but yeah that it would be untrue to say that I am completely you know oblivious to it I do get fucked off it's yeah. probably the right way well you you're human you're human yeah. Yeah. gosh but just we different people have different yeah. levels of stress and it wasn't until carol sort of said to me you need to look at this and um so i guess that's probably the message i have for women is actually tune in to how the food is making you feel we've got these protocols we've got these things that we need to do every single day you know the foods that we've got this amazing food list mm-hmm. make it your own see well like me you know the rice blows my joints up i didn't even notice that before like wow um and you know i could only have so much oj because of the histamines in oj in the oranges i've got a tolerance for histamine foods because my gut's still healing that doesn't mean that i'll never be able to eat a whole heap of histamine liberating food. So if I have OJ plus papaya plus uh, kiwi fruit plus cow's milk, boom, I'm in trouble. So I know that now, um, but that's just because part of my Hashimoto's and my hypothyroidism, my SIBO are all connected, but it's healing. So I have, um, I have 500, sorry, I probably have, 375 mils to 500 mils of OJ a day and I can tolerate that. That's my threshold mm. um, and I'm testing and measuring. If nothing else is programmed, nothing else. This program's given me a lot but it's taught me test and measure um, what works for Kitty may not work for me. Um, really think about your breads and pastas. Not that we have a lot, of, we don't have pasta but those really sort of, grains for some women need to rethink that be patient don't underestimate stress um and you can heal that's the message really i've got and i feel really excited now because i kind of feel like wow if if i can heal hashimoto's in three months which is unheard of like really Mm. But I, the foundation was there. The foundation, mm. nearly 18 months. You, you've of, done a lot of good work. And I think, yeah. you know, sometimes women can, um, like, they forget about all the awesome stuff and they're too hard on themselves. Like, I remember mm. you going, like, remember all of the incredible things you've done, how far you've come. So, like, and imagine if you hadn't done those things. How more yes. you now? Oh, absolutely. You're, like, yeah, you're right. I have done it. Like, like, I think it's so easy to be so hard on yourself and forget about all of the great progress that you've made when you're like, oh, fuck, I've just got to, you know. How, how did you overcome that? Like, the times when you were, you know, feeling, oh, this isn't it, you know, I don't know if I can keep going. 
you know, it's too slow. I think I just, um, I get, like I've got a, some, a group of women that have been my Win at Life sisters that are local girls. We've got a little group going. Mm. We call them Coasty Gals. I don't know what our name, I can't remember what our name is. And we would we'd connect. So if I was feeling um, down about something, I would connect with them and they would kind of help me get back on track and remind me of the good things. They were great support. So I guess having a support network of, of women and the Win at Life community, although I've backed right off from the Win at Life community in the last six months, I guess because part of my stress was wanting to help everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I backed right off with that. And every now and again I get on and say something, <laughs> like do a cameo appearance yeah. uh, when I've got something positive to say. But I, was, I would try and fix everyone and help everyone. So I've backed off on that. Um, I guess, Kitty, the fundamental um, philosophy just seems right to me. Um, and there are some parts of it that I, you know, go, oh, I, I'm kind of not sure about. Like I'm not sure for me more and more sugar works, but I know that fruit does and fruit helps me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe I just wanted to focus more on whole foods mm-hmm. and doing that has been really, really helpful too. Um, we can all get caught up in, you know, getting attracted and, and drawn in by the fudge and the brownies and the oat slices and, and that kind of thing. But I still see them as real treats. I don't see them as my fundamental. Well, um, you know what I think? I think with, I just want to just jump in here is that, you know, the recommendation is always to get the majority of your sugars in nutrient dense sources. Dense food. Yeah, absolutely. When your metabolism is very high, like me, and you've got a high energy output, you know, once you've built that base up, then, you know, like a good example is that Dan Markham, you know, the cows eat grass guy. He just yeah, yeah, yeah. brings his coffee with heaps of sugar. Like him and I have talked about it. You know, when you've got those high energy needs, you can then just have more. But when you're eating like 1,800 calories, you're much better off because otherwise you don't get the nutrients in. Yeah, absolutely. I think like you're right. It's like, you know, you have to, you want to make sure you're hitting those base stuff first. So get some juice in, get some fruit in, get some root vegetables, you know, and then you're going to get all the nutrients you need. And then as you, your energy requirements increase, you know, like me, I can eat two to three pieces of fudge a day, but I also drink like nearly a litre of orange juice. You know, like I've got that real high, high and lots of muscle too. So Lots and lots of muscle. And I think that's, you know, thing that um, needs to be said that I'm still a small body weight woman. Like, so I'm still, I don't have like heaps of, uh, well, interesting though. You, it's all relative, isn't it? So I kind of went to a, a friend started off a boot camp, not boot camp, but just sort of, you know, and I went and did a session to sort of help her out. Or to, you know, just support her and I haven't done anything for ages. And the girls were like, oh, you're so strong. I'm like, I'm lifting like shoulder pressing eight kilos in each hand. And they go, oh, you're so strong. Look at those shoulders. And I'm like, but you this do, is nothing. But, you remember, you but it's different. It's different. It's all relative, you know, isn't it? So, you know, I basically, how did I get through? I've stopped being so hard on myself. I'm being way, way, way kinder. Um, and this is, I said to you in the beginning, you know, even though I want it all done and dusted in 12 weeks, it's a four, four or five-year journey for me because of, you know, the damage that, that I've done. Although I started, you know, I started with a stressful beginning in my life, you know. Even though I've had a 
very, very loved life. Um, I'm not very resilient to stress, so I've just got to honour that. Uh, why did I keep going? I just had an... There, it's like you said, I've started to really focus on all the really positive things that I've got out of the program. Um, and I will get back to weight training because I, I really love it. But it was just I had a little bit of a blip mm. in the, the the stress was just hadn't been addressed. And um, no matter what food I ate, I still, you know, things just didn't quite go the way I wanted them to. But since I've really addressed that, it's it's I'm really excited about what I can achieve. And then even just, you know, um, I don't have to do the 100 kilo deadlift again because I've already done it. <laughs> But, you know, it, it's just a different, I'm just in a different headspace and um, and I still look pretty good, I reckon. Great. Look at you. You look so healthy. You look amazing. And don't you think how incredible it is too? Like once you really build that metabolic base, you don't need to do a heap of exercise to maintain your weight. Like you're still eating the same calories. Yeah. But you're not training. No. So, um, and, and I've noticed since I've been feeling better, I'm being more active. Mm. And I'm having to eat more. So, you know, it's like I'm listening to those cues. Oh, I'm, I'm hungry. Or, or that meal didn't last me long enough. Okay, so I just look back and go, okay, well, I need another scoop of sweet potato, a little bit more protein than what I did last time. Or I need a little bit more fruit or, you know. So, like I said, I'm, I'm not tracking, but I'm using my measures with the pulse and temp to, to keep me informed and listening, tuning in my body How's my energy feeling? Okay, that's a big one. Because mm. um, my, my presentation with the Hashimoto's, people go, how did you know? How did you find out? It was accidentally, I found out accidentally. Just happened to be blood work happened at a time when, you know, I accidentally got the wrong tests done. I was supposed to get my cholesterol tested and I couldn't find the right form. So I had an old form with, that had TSH, T3, T4 in it that just, I just, Oh, I'll just use that form. So I just accidentally got tested at a certain time and it came up then and we did my antibodies because my sister has Hashimoto's and she said, well, let's just check your antibodies as well. Oh, you've got Hashimoto's disease. Well, so um, it was a moment in time, but I had all the symptoms. The symptoms were, you know, my constipation would keep, you know, it was, it was so much better. Don't get me wrong, but I had to keep working at it so hard. Mm. Um, or consistently but um it was the fatigue for me like i i think i messaged you said i'm just so tired you know i get to two o'clock in the afternoon have an afternoon of patients left to treat and be in near tears going how am i going to get through this come home and every morning i get up going to the gym on the way home i can't go i just can't go and then then i just went i just don't go Mm -hmm. simple it's like flogging a dead horse oh totally why, why would you keep going? So the rest, short answer, the rest has done me the world of good. Um, I'm actually feeling like I want to get into things. Uh, but the moment I feel tired, I just stop. So I did, you know, one of your band workouts from, you know, got on Instagram and did your band workout and did that kind of thing and then went, oh, I'm done now. I'm, I'm done. So yeah. I think I did, I was going to do three lots and I did two. Yeah, three yeah. rounds and did two because I was, I started to get tired. So I listened to my body and went, okay, I'm going to stop now. And the other day I went to go for a walk down to the beach. It's about a 1.5K walk. I walked about, about a K and I thought, geez, I'm really tired. I need food. So I turned around and came home and ate. And my husband said, what are you doing? I need to eat. Oh, 
Uh, you know, whereas old Lisa would go, no, you had to go, you're supposed to go for this walk. So I'm listening now, you know. I think, and you know what, like if one really critical thing that women can take away is eat regularly, balance your blood sugar. Because... Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Stress hormones rise and that's where you're running into trouble. Like every time, you know, and it consistently said that the whole time. And for me, the roots and fruits is just been absolute gold for that because like as you teach them in the program, you know, the the root vegetables um, do have a high glucose content. Uh, So if you match that with the fruits that have the fructose, it just balances out. And I discovered that, you know, 18 months ago when I had that continuous glucose monitor, I did a test on myself where I test my blood sugar, had this machine, you could test it moment by moment. Mm. And whenever I had starchy food, my blood glucose would go up. But if I had fruit with it, oh, that's interesting. It just stabilises. It doesn't happen. So whilst I don't eat grains, I do eat the roots. And it's just kept my blood sugar. Um, I just know I can feel it. I can feel when it's not right like i'm now thinking can we just finish up soon kitty because i'm actually starting to get hungry so (laughs) because i know i need to eat feel it hey i'm the same like i feel calm i feel calm again i'm like i feel good um and i just want to just one more point is that you know i think because a lot of women i mean maybe you were different when you came in but they're busy and they're just looking for a program that's just going to tell them what to do. And like, you really have to be involved in this. Like this Mm. is learning and taking everything on board and taking your initiative and working out works for you. And like, you know, even though you've been doing it for two years now, I've been doing it for six years. I still have to be mindful. I still have to be mindful. Like if I, like you all, because our business is busy, we've got two businesses now. And like, if I don't purposely go, okay, I've prepared all my food in the fridge and like I'm, I'm grabbing my milky coffee with my piece of fudge before I do this with Lisa. If I didn't before, I, some weeks I'll just be, I'll just work right through to lunch, and I'm like, oh my god, you know. And then you you step back for the day, then you go train. You're more depleted, you know. I, I don't think you can ever move away from. You you, you really have to be mindful. It's a, well, I think you've got to take responsibility too. Like you know, we've we've got we've got access to amazing information. Mm but you've got to make it your own. So that's the difficult part in the beginning, I think. You know, if you're not computer savvy and you're tracking and you're doing this and you're doing that and you're weighing and measuring everything, but it gives you such data, it gives you such information that you can then work out your own version of, you know, the kitty diet versus the... I don't even like to say diet. It's not even the right word, but, you know... Lifestyle. um, Lifestyle. So um, you... But you, until you've got that data, until you've got that information, um, you can't make informed decisions about where to go next or what to change or what to manipulate slightly. So, you know, do the hard work in the beginning. So I tracked and measured for like, I think I, I got to I was a year or I just tracked and measured every single day for so long. And then I had about a month off and then talking to Bo going, I feel really bad that I should have a month off tracking. And, you know, he was like, maybe you just need to relax, Lisa. This is way back. So, mm-hmm. um, but like I said, now I kind of know what, what I can and can't get away with. But until I'd done that data collecting for that whole, you know, it was such a long time, you know, how do you know what works? So I guess say, I would say to women, look, get the data. Get the data first before you start making 
big changes um, and then you can manipulate what works for you and and test and measure and and test and don't change anything or change one thing and do it for two weeks, see what happens. Mm. So a lot of women go, oh, I'm going to go off bread for a day. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do this for two days. And then they go out and, you know, so stick with, commit to a two-week plan where you, you choose what you're going to do and then you can retest. So someone said, how do you know that you reacted to the, to the rice? Well, I took it out for six weeks and then I tested it by eating it. That's my measure. Boom. Oh, wow. It's not really any more difficult than that. It's like a slight elimination process, a bit of a science experiment. Take something out, replace it, or retest it, and then you'll know exactly how, how you're responding to it. Um, so do the work early on, nail it, get used to, you know, your food plans. And I think it's really, really empowering to say you're not, um, you're informed and you've, you, you know why you're doing something. You know why you're eating a certain way. So if anyone says to me, why do you eat like that? I can tell them exactly why I eat like that. Mm-hmm. And this program teaches you all that. Really, there's lots, lots and lots of opportunity to learn more information. I think it's, you know, because I had a bit of a thing around tracking too when I first sort of started because I'd always, um, like when I, when I thought about tracking, it was restriction because that's how it always used to be. But mm. then I sort of shifted my, well, this is, like you said, learning and optimization. And now I, could e- I can easily eat without tracking. Like I know, like you, like I understand what proteins are. Like I can eyeball a portion size. I know roughly how much carbs to eat. I know what the symptoms mean. Like when I'm feeling, mm. sick, I know, okay, oh, I need to eat some more juice or I need to have some more fruit or I need more energy or whatever it is. You know, I haven't eaten. I think you're right. Like if you, it can seem daunting and overwhelming, but if you do the work, you'll be free for life, for the rest mm. of your life. Like what's one year versus, you know, most women are in their 40s and 50s for another 40 years yeah you know um knowing what to eat and knowing yeah. what everything means and your symptoms and how to fix them yeah yeah so it's it's quite freeing in the end really when you think about it but you do have to do a little bit of work in the beginning and you just do need to um give your, your body a little bit of time to well mine's been i've needed a bit more time than most women but you know i've come in from a space of being my digestion was so bad mm-hmm. but you know, I go to the toilet every day, sometimes twice a day. I don't need the cascara every day. I, you know, I, don't, I used to come out of the toilet going, yes! And the kids would go, oh, my God, she's had a poo. It was like, you know, it was like the biggest, the best thing ever. When I first started the pro, I can't remember. I think I used to message you about, we're going to have to start a poo channel because it was just so... Me, you and Carol remember? We had oh, we, <laughs> we had our own little Slack channel about about our bowel motions, but um, now I just don't even think about it because it's just going to happen. It's going to happen. So do I still have SIBO? I don't know. Probably. Probably not. I don't know. There's some foods I can't have. Um, and I know if I've overdone it, I know what to do to fix it now. Mm. It's, it's, you know, empowering and it's, I've, I've got control. Mm. You're and I'll just go and meditate. <laughs> And you know, relax. I feel like too, like it, this, it's not just about, it's a holistic approach like we talked about. It's not just training nutrition. This really forces you, I think, to dive deep into any like other shit because it all, it's all interlinked. 
you know, and it forces you to face those things head on and address them. But I think that once you're eating better, you just, you're in a better headspace to do it because you're a bit more balanced. Like it's not like, oh God, I'm eating 1200 calories. I can't cope with anything. Um, yeah. But it really does force you to address other areas like stress or it could be a relationship or your job or. And like I said, stress, everyone's, everyone's perception is different. So, you know, so uh, some things you can't change, but you can change your perception of stress, how you respond, your reaction to stress. So, um, and I think that's something that's made a big difference for me. So, you know, if I can do it, when, when I first did my first meditation, it was supposed to be a 25 minute guided meditation, seven minutes in, I opened my eyes going, oh, surely it's done. You know, I only lasted seven minutes. So now I do 45 minutes to an hour, no worries. I'm off in my la-la land of, you know, of where my brainwave patterns have just slowed right down and I'm just in this zen space and it just is magnificent. You're amazing. Thank you. Well done. Thank you for putting up with me with my little tantrums at times. Oh, yeah, but you're, like, everyone has it. I have them too, but you want to keep going and you you actually listen like when you reach out and ask for help you actually take it on board well you know one of the women was saying something the other day about not being consistent and i just it's in my it's about your values my number one value is being authentic and if being authentic is if you say you're going to do something you're going to do it so if i reach out for help and you say i want you to do this well okay i've you know i say okay i will that's me being authentic and honest. So um, that's just my personal value. That's that's what why I am the way that I am. Um, so that's I guess why. Um, but then having said that, sometimes the other thing is that you know I'm a bit too driven, and part of that was made part of my stress as well. So um, there's good and bad parts of it. But I did what I was told because for me saying what you're going to do is important, is an important value. Um, so anyway, and I also said that I was going to fix my Hashimoto's too. And remember too, you always said to me, like you made this promise to me, you're like, oh, I'm going to give it four years minimum. Mm. So I'll just pull, yeah. out, I'll just pull out the four-year card, year card to you. Like, remember what you said? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it's true. I knew that, you know, even in osteopathy, we say for every year you've had a problem, it's going to take a month of treatment. So for, you know, I've had at 48, I'd had, you know, digestive issues for 48 years. So it's going to be 4.8 years of my life. For every year you've had about 10 years. So sorry for every 10 years, about a year of healing. So really in terms of you saying it's nearly five years, you've, really, like, you've made huge improvements just two. Like, oh, really, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. And it seems like a long time when you say it like, that like it's like oh fuck two years is a long time but for me like this is just something that works for me like whenever I get frustrated in our business and I'm like fuck things are going wrong or like I feel like I'm just doing so much all the right things but the needle's not moving I just remind myself that this isn't a month two month three month game this is 10 years 15 years yeah. so yeah. just slow down and keep going and keep doing the basics and eventually it like you know you just it works and you keep going but sometimes it's it's like because I think we're all conditioned to quick. Well, there's so many eight-week, 10-week, 12-week, you know, challenges out there, and I've done them all and I've won them. And you got <laughs> have. I've won them. Of course I have, you know. But then, you know, that doesn't help long-term health. So, uh, you know, I guess my number two value is health. 
So I was, you know, I had this value of being authentic and then there was a mismatch with my second value, which is health. And I wasn't healthy. Like, you know, so. But anyway, I can say that I am um, heading in the right direction. In fact, you know, I'm, I'm just stoked at how well I've um, improved, particularly in the last few months. But um, it's almost like that foundation, that building blocks, the, the work that I've done, the, you know, the little hissy fits and then, no, come on, keep going. You've got you know, a plan here. Uh, now, finally, kind of getting. It's like the compounding interest, don't you reckon? Like yes. Well, and then like now you're like you just had to. It's just like the icing on the cake. The and the, but but those small things in three months has had because of the all of the work you've done prior and the foundation. Yeah. This yes. Final bit, and all of a sudden, boom! Like, well, like I said, my doctor's just going. This is not possible. This is a twelve to eighteen month journey. What have you done? Yeah. And she's a functional medicine doctor, so she's that kind of naturopathic. She's a head of the Integrative Medicine Association, so she's like going, "This is very impressive. What yeah. did you do?" And it was all of the work you'd done prior. Yeah, then, absolutely. Yeah, ha- ha- has to be because there's no other way. And all I just need to do is do a few little tweaks, and really they, they say, "What would, what did you do?" I go well, it's what I've been doing for the last two years, but it's the tweaks in that I took out the grains. Um, I cut back on my dairy for a short period of time. I s- just s- stopped stressing. I really relaxed, focused on that blood sugar regulation, just eating regularly the roots and the fruits, and then whooshka! Wow, the body starts healing. Surprise, surprise! Oh, get out of your, get out of your way, Lisa. Your body's trying to do this amazing journey of healing, and I just kept getting in the way. Life, like life, like you say, those things they happen, you know, like yeah, like if you're dying is like stressful, like it's anyone would be stressed unless you hate your sister, you know. I love my sister, when when you've when you've wiped your sister's bottom because she can't because she's got busted everything, Mm. there is no going back. We have got a bond that is never going to be broken because I've wiped her bottom. I'm sure if she ever hears this, she'll be going, Oh my god, Lisa's just. Oh. She'll be laugh- she'll be laughing because she'll know what what we went through in that week in hospital, what we went through, um, and she's following this program via me, and um, you know her her health is improving. She got diagnosed with Hashimoto's and um, in November, and I just sent her all the stuff that that we do, and she's oh I'm sleeping now at night. And, you know, I've got more energy and um, so, yes. Oh, that's so good. We'll see if we can fix her too. I'm sure you can, Lisa. And she sounds open. She sounds like she's open. She's probably seen you go through it and get better. So she's like, well. This must- well, she can do it. I can, yeah, and, and absolutely. And we've got, you know, a common bond in that. And um, her husband's just so grateful. He goes, I've never seen her eat fruit. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. She's eating fruit. Oh, my gosh, she's eating breakfast. I haven't seen her eat breakfast for 15 years. She's eating breakfast. It used to be coffee and cigarette. Not that she smokes anymore, but, you know, just wouldn't eat, wouldn't eat because she was so stressed. Like most women, you know, not hungry first in the morning. Guess what? It's because your adrenaline's so high. I guess it's really interesting, isn't it? It's really a whole, like, underlying concept of this is stress reduction in every way. So it's like... Every way, every way. Look, you know, even in my work as an osteopath now, I'm doing more and more work 
where my treatment isn't just going bang, 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 bang. It's actually the person, the people are now going, oh, I don't want to get off the table because they're relaxed and when I'm making my adjustments on them, they're just relaxing into it. And I'm going, I don't know if I'm actually doing this or they're actually doing the work. And they are. They're relaxing. So there's actually a whole area of, of kind of um, manual medicine that says, you know, to be honest, everything's because of our tension mm. in our bodies. So because um, there's so many things that cause stress. So it's the undereating, the no sleep, you know, alcohol. HRT, you know, um, hormonal contraception, not enough high estrogen, the stress, the emotional stress. So it's like you've got to address all of those reasons. So eat more, you know, get more sun, stop drinking alcohol, get off the HRT, reduce all the stress in your life. It's like this holistic stress reduction approach, really. And you can't, I don't think, completely heal unless you address all areas. Like they're all important, but if you have one. With it. I mean, I think the food's really critical. Like if you're, Oh, food's yeah. totally critical. Yeah. It, it, I mean, that's kind of like where you need to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then build yeah. on that and build. Yeah. Yeah. And then you finally go, oh, this is what I need to do. Oh, I need to. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with you. Stress reduction. Definitely. This is, I find it just fascinating, all of it, you know. And even just like you say, like I'll even notice in my body, like I, I just like you know now. Like if I've been training and I'm getting to the end of a session, a, a program, and like work's a bit stressful, and I maybe haven't been sleeping very well, and then all of a sudden I'm like, I'll take a week off training. You know, I'll address whatever was pissing me off in the work situation. I'll get more sleep, and I wake up and I'm like, my stomach's flat and my skin is glowing. And well, that's what I've noticed with you in the last two years is that you are now honouring that and. You'll often post, I was supposed to train, but I didn't because mm. I'm listening to my body and I'll do it another day. Whereas when you first started this program, I, there wasn't that, ha- that wasn't happening. You mm. were like, I'm going to train Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so I'm going to train Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I'm going to do these numbers and I'll do these numbers. <laughs> but you've even changed. You've even evolved into, you know what, I didn't get a good night's sleep. I haven't had a good poo. My energy is a bit low. I'm not going to train today. Mm. Yeah, so we're all evolving, we're all changing, we're all kind of, you know, noticing, testing and measuring and noticing what works, what's not working and adapting. Mm. Yeah, you just, I think you just got to take ownership for it, you're right, and just be okay with, and I think too, like sometimes you just got to learn for yourself. You know, like you just, you need to learn for yourself. Like Craig says, we're so stubborn, Kitty, you just don't listen. Like you just have to go and fuck it up, don't you? Like to just, but it's true because once you do it and you're like, oh, you know, you really learn the lesson then. As long as but you've, also, you've also got to be, have enough humility to go, oh, okay, he was right. Mm. Yeah, or she was right or totally. so not be so sort of stubborn that you can't see the, what is it, the trees for the forest or the forest for trees. I never get that right. What is it, forest for trees, something like that. No, I don't trees, know. I don't even know. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, you just, yeah, you've got to sometimes experience it, don't you, for yourself. Mm. And you get there in the end as long as you're, like, open. Because it's sort of like you bang your head against a brick wall for quite a while and then you're like, oh, this isn't really working, is it? Mm. You know, I've just got to have a break. I, I mean, I'm, I'm very much like you, very go, 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 action, 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 and sometimes action isn't the right thing. Yeah, to do. sometimes, yeah, it isn't. Sometimes you just actually have to stop. 
Mm. Yeah. Get out of your own way. Mm. Let your body try and, because it is actually really trying to fix itself. Oh, it yeah. really is. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Have a rest. However, whatever that means for you, you know, like my resting is I love to watch reruns of Sex and the City. You know, yesterday when it was raining, I was like sat on the couch and I got a packet of those yummy Boulder Cannon chips, which I love, and ate them with some nice stew and watched Sex in the City. People are probably like, no, that's... But for me, it's just a switch off. It's entertaining and it's, you know, like obviously you meditate. Everyone does their own stuff, but I'm like, yeah. whatever it is for you that's, you know... Well, meditation for me has just been a game changer, absolute life changer mm-hmm. for me. And, um, yeah, so... Um, and one of the girls from the Life Program actually um, helped me uh, get onto that as well. So, you know, we've got an amazing community of, of women available. If you just kind of put your feelers out there, someone knows something about something. That's amazing. How important do you think it is to have a group of like-minded people around you in this journey? Oh, look, it's critical. Mm. And you, you find your crew, you find your little tribe. You know, because there are some posts on the on the, the the forum that I just go, oh, I think I might just have to block that person because I just. <laughs> but that's that's just different personalities, you know. Different. I'm, you know, I'm not. Oh, anyway, I'm not. I'm kind of more of a solution based person than a, Everyone's. I mean, we all we you all you never get connect with a hundred percent of people. Like no, obviously no. Yeah, yeah. So, but but I've got my little tribe. I've got my you know my win at life girls, and I've got other women that have been in the program that we've had something in common that um you know it's drawn us together, and I'm still in contact with them. You know, and we, I think it's really really important that you have your tribe. Mm. Yeah, and that you can be vulnerable. You know, you can be vulnerable and say, oh, I'm feeling like this, I'm really, you know, and and if you've all kind of got a, I mean, my tribe basically is Carol Needov, Shelley about bowling, who's no longer in the program, but she was there for a long time, um, Fiona Langshaw, AFN. Jen Jones, um, oh, yeah. and, um, you know, we're all quite different women, but we've got that underlying, you know, kind of, base win at life experience together and then a couple of other women that um len smith or melinda and um she was awesome you know she came in for 12 months really worked hard and yeah hard at learning and fixing her issues and she often emails me like just updates and yeah well we had our camp we did a camp for sale experiment at the same time and so found out we had parasites and would text way too much information to each other at times but We've now got a bond, you know, we contact, you know, we're in contact. Yeah, with Poo Bond, we contact each other regularly. Um, so, you know, I think a tribe is really, really important, mm. I guess. Mm. Yeah. Totally. So short answer, important, Kitty. Thanks. Because I could ramble on. <laughs> Are you going to have to edit this? You're going to have to edit this. Like, no, out this it. so, it's good. Uh, Everything was good. Oh, look, thank you so much for coming on. Like, you know, I really do appreciate it because I, understand you wanting to obviously just take care of yourself and your family and not you know like you say just want to save everyone and you do give a lot to other people I really believe that too and you've got to I think it's really important to set boundaries and say no because otherwise that's another thing we could probably talk about for hours but you know I think there's just so much good stuff in here that women who are on this journey and they're frustrated and you know wanting to revert back to the old quick fixes like they'll just be able to learn a lot from what you've said and give them hope 
Give that's, them hope. That's what, yes. Persist and keep going and do the basics and keep showing up and, and you know, reflecting and you can absolutely um, get there. And I'm excited for you too. Like, you know, let's, what's the next 12 months going to bring? You know, imagine when you get to that 4.8 years. <laughs> where you get, oh, gosh, what do I do how then? How nice you're going to be then? I'll be like, there'll be, <laughs> you'll be amazing. It's really good. Well, I am amazing now. We're all amazing now. We're all exactly where we're meant to be right now. Mm. Um, and that's what I guess one thing that I've learned is that I'm exactly where I'm meant to be right now and I've got to honour that and be here and not keep chasing mm. something that, you know, when I, a certain look, I'm here right here right now and tomorrow might be a different day. Mm. Tomorrow will be a better day, mm. you know. But just learning as you go and just persist. Yeah. So I told you I'd be my little Hashimoto's um, poster girl. I knew you would. I told you. I told you I would. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't... No, I did. I just knew that that I just had a knowing that I was doing the right thing. Mm. I knew you would too. Because you never... Like like you say, you're a person of your word. Mm. Like you say, and you always do do it, you know. Like you always keep going. I just wasn't expecting it quite so profoundly quick. How amazing though. I know, it's just so oh, good. But you've like high achieve, right? Like, I'm a high achieve. But you've worked really hard, like you deserve it. You've worked so hard for nearly two years, mm. you know, like, and you've never thrown in the towel, you know, and you've had all that other shit happen to you and you yeah. still keep going. Yeah. It's amazing. Well done. Yay. Let's go eat. Yes. Eat, Thank you so much. And um, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you soon.